Anyways, about clipping. Anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, clipping. Why are you the social media manager of this podcast? Like you clip, clip out the little clip. Uh, yeah. What am I? Uh, Debbie Diggs clipping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> clipping. Clipping. Like what am I? Like... A basketball team. <laughs> What am I? What am I? Clip? What am I? Super Clippy from Microsoft Word. <laughs> what am I? Uh, super cuts. <laughs> what, what am I? Kristen Wiig from that oh one SNL sketch. I don't know. Let's start our third anniversary episode. <laughs> remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up. Three years, I have this old gray beard now. Welcome to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Evers Lee. I'm Sean Wilkinson. And I'm Michael Limitado. I think that's like, me. I think it's good to uh, affirm ourselves. Uh, <laughs> this is starting off horribly. Um, but like, really? I'm Andrew, also, I, I think, therefore, I am. And I am Billy whatever Irish. I say I am. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm, but also the reason we're st- I'm like trying to start off higher energy is because like the subject matter of this album is like incredibly serious <laughs> and stuff like that. So it um, is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to our third anniversary episode. Uh, it's also like hard because we don't have a guest, so it's just like speaking to each other instead of yeah, going so like, hard. okay, I mean, here's so awkward, like, awkward. Yeah. Weird. This sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but welcome to the <laughs> show. <laughs> three, three years of the show, like, I think one and a half for you guys. Yeah, oh. yeah, one and a half for you guys. Yeah, let's just, like, take a quick, like, inventory, like, emotional inventory on the last three years of this podcast. Bad. It's been great. It's <laughs> been good for the last year and a half, but I don't know why it's so much better now. Right, 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 right. You know. um, yeah, I, I, I will say, like, I'm really, like, enjoying... We'll, we'll, this won't be a super circle tricky episode. We'll just like keep it brief. Um, but like, I really appreciate how. What did like, you just say? A super circle tricky episode? Circle jerky, basically. Unlike like, our uh, Beatles, episode. you know, pop heads circle jerky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unlike the Beatles, like Paul yeah. Ringo and the Friends. Oh um, yeah, baby. I appreciate like how different the episodes are. Like, I really mm. like the the variety mm-hmm. of the guests. I like that it's like um, each per- guest has like a different perspective on how they consume albums and like the, the scope of what we cover and also the s- different tastes and sensibilities of the three of us, I, I think is really awesome. Yeah. And Stephanie has been a great addition, like kind of like, well, we, she was working with us before, <laughs> but like we've been incorporating her more. I, I like think, when Stephanie comes on I and I know she does not like to come on. <laughs> I think last year, like earlier this year, I was just like, I don't know how much more I got in me truly, but then like by like we, uh, we took a little break and then we got back and we found like a nice rhythm and like, we will still, there's still things to adjust in over, over time. But 
I will say like, I feel like I could do this show like for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I, there's a version of Whoa. me. There's a, there's an alternate reality. Of, like there's a reality of my life that's like, oh, I love doing this. This is something just like having these rotating guests and this stuff like is really cool. So 180. Um, but yeah, let's, let's stop talking about that. Let's Anyways, start talking to the episode. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. Today we're talking about Big Thief. Uh, we're talking about the album Capacity. Uh, and this is like one of Sean's favorite bands of all time. Um, so, and I really don't know anything about them. I made some really poor taste jokes in the past about their name, but I'm not, <laughs> that I'm not going to repeat here. So, um, it would be uncouth. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be uncouth. <laughs> like, Easy. Um, yeah. Watch yourself. Counseling. I didn't make fun of their name. I was just like riffing on what Michael did. Mm. Um, <laughs> what I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sean, what is your history? Let's just get straight into it. What is your history with Big Thief? I think, so yeah, like you said, I they are my favorite band. Um, I think I've seen them three, two or three times. Uh, I can't remember exactly. But they came to they came to town 2017. It was either like 2017 or 2018. And I had no idea who, I wa- who they were, who I was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was finding myself. And... <laughs> Big Thank thief you. because they stole your heart big time. <laughs> and I said, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> heart yeah, jail. Oregon, Oregon, <laughs> Oregon, going, Oregon. Oregon. love jail. <laughs> that's a lot of that's like a Drew Tarp. It's yeah. also like a Drew Tarper like song. You're going the to love, love train. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah. But no, it was at a festival and they were playing and I happened to catch them and was really intrigued by them. And, you know, from there, checked them out. I think they were on tour with Capacity at the time. Mm. Um, oh, sweet. And so I think that's also why this album has like this spot in my heart because it's how I first got introduced to them. But yeah, I was, I don't know. It's hard to like recognize what like drew me in at the time. I don't really know. But mm. like listening to their music now, I'm like, oh, I like this about it. I like this about it. I just think they have, their evolution has been really interesting as well. Like they have five albums out now. Each album is very different from the last one. They started with just like typical like indie rock, mm-hmm. um, kind of just like driving rock songs. And it's not bad. It's not my favorite. It's probably my least favorite album of theirs. But from there, they got a little more experimental. And then they have like their third album, UFOF, is very like reverb heavy, effects heavy. The next album is like stripped back, no effects, just like guitars and drums and bass and stuff like that. And so each album has like its own specific feel to it. But I also think they do a lot of really interesting things, like musically, like composition-wise, with how like the drums kind of back up the guitar and play off. It's not just like typical beats, per se. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the lead singer, Adrienne Linker. I love her songwriting. I think it's very poetic. Um, Does she do a lot of the songwriting on the, for the band? She writes all the lyrics. Sounds like most of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. pretty much. Um, they're always writing new shit. And so, like, any YouTube video or, like, there's just, like, there's always a new song they're playing live, like, that's unreleased or, like, it's just, they're, they're very prolific, they're very active um, and always trying new things, and I love it. And I watched, like, a while back a, like, a guitar video that Adrian was, like, hosting that was talking about, like, alternate tunings, and it's really helped me, like explore guitar a little bit more and write my own stuff. And so it's been really inspiring that way. And I don't know, just the way they write music is really, I think really unique and 
they're also just a very tight band. They're just very, they're all friends. They play for a feeling and it's, I feel like that comes across and especially their newer music. I just, I don't know. Something about it resonates with me. Yeah, cool. So. And none of them are married and seem to be in a weird romantic relationship interpersonally within the band that's going to eventually <laughs> cause them to break up. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, okay. You gotta, think of, you gotta make sure. <laughs> like, um, wow. Like, and one of them um, is dating someone named Yoko. So that might be. A- oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Michael, do you have any history oh. of Big Thief at all? <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I. I, I you- I know of the band literally because of Sean. I've mm-hmm. talked about it with some of my friends and they're like, oh, I love Big Thief. And I'm like, what do you like? And they're like, you wouldn't like it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, But yeah. you liked the, I put one of their songs on our best of. I like that song, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't talk about the album yet. Andrew, what okay. are your preconceived notions about uh, Big Thief? Uh, yeah, I made this like joke last time. I just like with our Shelby episode, it's just like, oh, it's just one of those bands Sean likes. Like, and like, uh, but I think to like kind of narrow it down, like in the indie rock category, basically, I'm just like, oh, it's not typically my genre. I like a lot of indie rock stuff, but like, it's not something like if I'm like, you know, in a record store or something like that, I got, I go to the indie rock area or something like that. It's four scraggly white guys and a female lead singer. And basically, Mm -hmm. and just like them, like, and like kind of that configuration you're talking about, just like, oh, they're like super tight. And like, you know, she yeah. writes most of the lyrics and stuff like that. It's very poetic. I'm like, and like, I, I guess like I was aware of the archetype of a big thief type band. Scraggly is a good way to put it for sure. <laughs> Extremely <laughs> scraggly. Yeah. 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 I like, I, I, here, here's the thing. I think I, I think they're the type of band that if I looked at the lyrics, I would like them. But if I just like listened to them just straight on the radio, it'd be like noise to me. Just like, and like pleasant noise, but like I think the first time I, the first two times I listened, I didn't read the lyrics. I was just doing other stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Huh, okay." I didn't. I had no thoughts on it. <laughs> I had like no, like, oh, that's a cool melody. That's a cool this and that. Like it's like pleasant. It's like easy. Like some of it's pretty. Like the grooves are really um, mm-hmm. fun and stuff like that. But beyond that, I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I like read the lyrics, and then I was like, "This is a masterpiece. <laughs> this is like a genius." Yeah piece of work a genius piece of empathy like a really impressive like yeah well and so that's one thing too is like they one thing that i really like about the band is they play a lot with like space and repetition in the music as far Mm -hmm. as like instrumentally and well i guess lyrically too but like this like we'll get into it but the song mythological beauty is just the same guitar part like over and over again they'll repeat that but they'll add layers to it as the song goes on and you know, they'll tell a story in front of it. And so I don't know. I think there's like this element that is kind of drony. Like it kind of drones on and could be background noise. But yeah, it's like once you start to pay attention to it, then it's like, oh, there is like there's a lot here to to unpack. It, and it's like it's again, it's like not like I think it's very the lyricism is very poetic. It's very like evocative. It's just like, you know, the, you know, the gush of water streams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like so it's not like a narrative. It's like. You know, once upon a time, I went to the store and then I went <laughs> I went to the ketchup section. I got the spicy ketchup. I was like, oh, boy, that's an interesting choice for yeah. me. Like, it's not like a song. Was like that, that your Nicole Byer impression? <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, <laughs> two more, two more. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, but <laughs> but like, it's like, so it just like evokes a bunch of stuff. And I was like, the <laughs> issue that like Michael had with like the uh, magnetic fields album, I just like 
oh, I just don't actually literally know what they're saying. Some like when I don't read the lyrics and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And which is like was not I wasn't judging the album. I was just but I was like before I was listening, I was like tempted to text you like how am I supposed to consume this? Like, how am I supposed to like, <laughs> what, like, is there something I should know before? Like, kind of, cause I just went into it pretty cold and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but then I just like read the lyrics and stuff like that. And I have a lot to say about it. So, yeah. Well, it's also like, even sometimes reading the lyrics, it's like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. yeah. Like, a few songs. Yeah. So yeah. Some of them are just so, she said to you that sometimes it's like, she'll just write for a feeling and mm-hmm. use like yeah. certain certain words and phrases to like evoke a feeling per se. So let's get into themes of this record. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is going greatly. Okay, I've been doing this three. I've been doing this for three years. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. Let's get into themes a little bit. Um, what do you think are the themes of this record? Uh, being a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Like, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then having uh reckoning with your childhood and like how your parents have dealt with that as well i'm not quite sure how she like identifies as far as like lesbian by i don't know um i don't know if she's ever said um but yeah there's definitely some like some some queerness here for sure with the magnetic fields episode like uh samantha said like sometimes the guy would just like spin a like not literally but like kind of like metaphorically spin a wheel and then just assign a gender to the subject of the song and like the you know it's like mm-hmm. it kind of like is like sometimes it's like a straight like a you know yeah a man, like the subject is about a man sometimes it's about a woman it's like and like she it in the lyricism mm-hmm. she like uses names which is really interesting like mm-hmm. i don't know if they're literally the names of the people um a fascinating choice to like literally use a name like use someone's like using a name in the song as mm-hmm. like the subjects i think one song i think mary is like actually about her friend mary the other ones i think she just like threw names on me and my friend mary used to be really close but then she got immaculately concepted so that was a bummer <laughs> like we don't talk as much anymore um immaculate conception is my favorite um oh my god uh christopher nolan movie <laughs> 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 like Leonardo DiCaprio gets like <laughs> impregnated by the Holy Spirit or whatever. <laughs> Great. It's a good thing uh, I was able to think of that so fast. That's the lightning fast yeah, yeah. reflexes. <laughs> Michael Levitato over here. It's also like, I think like for me, like, I don't know for you, Michael, but it's like 80 degrees outside and stuff like that. So it's like melting my brain a little bit. Didn't we literally text about like, sweating in bed <laughs> yes no i can't do it though. What? <laughs> we talked yeah. about how we get like so hot in bed oh oh <laughs> but like sudden, we get it gets really okay <laughs> okay people in relationships um <laughs> sorry sado uh, yep rachel sado over here rip rip <laughs> rest in peace rip. Uh, yeah like um Sean, what do you think i think the album is kind of broken down into like four uh sections basically um Mm. like i think the i think it goes uh four themes gender roles to trauma to childhood slash parenthood and into just like general relationships with others um but i think also there's this overarching theme of there's the song capacity which adrian has said that she wrote it based off of she wrote it based off some like dreams she had or something like that, but also 
off of a conversation she had with a friend who the friend like writes short stories and Adrian was like, oh, like, how do you like you're writing all these complex stories with these complex characters and these different languages and stuff like how do you have the capacity to like remember all that and hold that in? And the friend was like, I mean, we the friend was like, I don't really think of humans as having a set capacity for things. It's more of like the way things kind of flow through us. And so I think that's kind of Mm. like an overarching theme of this record specifically is like these things we experience in life, we, we hold on to them, but it's also like we decide what we hold on to, what moves through us, what Mm. things we decide to let go of. It's, I don't know if that all kind of makes sense. Um, No, I I think like, cause it's probably hard to like literally like quantify empathy or quantify like trauma or like i got like yeah. 26 knots of trauma you know and then like, right, 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 right. you know um but like i think i i think you, the your perspective on just, like, like, knots something. of trauma are you like measuring in like sea miles <laughs> yeah exactly yeah just, like <laughs> or like milligrams or whatever but like the idea of just traumas like, as the crow flies <laughs> <laughs> but the idea, i like your perspective because i didn't think of that the idea of just like it just like flows through you let go of some you you hold on to others other things and stuff like that and so we do have like a limit but it's like i think there's also a natural ebb and flow of just like yeah i'm not sad all the time i'm not like you know like holding on to this stuff all the time and stuff like that or like sometimes i'll put bring it back right uh like gender roles are a big thing she talks about um obviously trauma within like family Um, it's about trauma it's trauma trauma (laughs) trauma (laughs) Trauma. Uh, and then, yeah, childhood, parenthood, and then the last later half of the record is kind of about like relationships with others. So, what, like I, I'd mentioned this before, it's like this is just like a masterwork of empathy. So, then, mm-hmm. like, to like make your to kind of crystallize your points even further, like, I think the theme of the album is like, what's the capacity of a woman? And then, mm-hmm. what's the capacity of our empathy? So like the the two refrains that she brings up that tie together really nicely is like we all like have like women inside of us like mm-hmm. and I there women's there's a woman inside of you there's a woman inside of me something to that effect yeah and then we all have like children inside of us like yeah there's a child inside of me there's a child inside of you um, and some are more well adjusted than others and like the idea the idea of just like there's a woman inside of you there's a woman inside of me it's like not literally about like your assigned gender or sex it's about like this it's ugly but it's beautiful it's nurturing but it's like you know it's not pretty either it's like it's like this complicated thing like i wrote down understanding of (laughs) just others and like like the opening track it's you know she talks about like being like as a woman being kind of the, uh, I don't know the word for it, like the receptor to like men's anger and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, but also this under like she kind of comes from this place of like, yeah, that's just like what you've been taught. Like that's as a man, you know, that's what you've been like ingrained in you, you know, but also and like, I understand that and I see that and I know there's more to you than that. Like, yeah, what you're doing is like not it's wrong, but I, I can understand where you're coming from. And I know that there's potential to like change is kind of what I got from it, I guess. The idea of just like, are women just like meant to be these 
I, I, I think that's beautiful. But at the same time, there's like real like I think she's pointing out there's real danger to women for oh, taking on yeah, that yeah. role of empathy of just like are women just supposed to be these sacrificial lambs for men, right? Like toxic men. And are they just supposed to like be these dish rags for violence and anger and like all this misogyny and stuff like that? I'd like right. And she, I, I like get the impression that like the image I get from this album is like she's like Atlas, like shouldering all yeah. this pain and grief, like her own grief, her own sadness, just of personal relationships, but then of the world, the world's messed up, and then like of just men and stuff like that. And it's like the reason we should be empathetic towards everyone, as many people as possible, is because. One, we all have women inside of us. We all have like, uh, we ha- we all have like children inside of us. First of all, and like mm-hmm. that are, and none of us asked to be born. None of us chose consented to being alive or being born. And then some of us are born into horrible situations, like like for no reason. Like some people are born to cult. Some people are born into poverty and stuff like that. Yeah. So thereby, it's like when they do horrible things, she's positing that potentially empathy will heal them like potentially yeah. like there's a chance like it might work but it's also like i think that's like a reason why she potentially thought that te- like she had the impulse to like perform at tel aviv and stuff like that and like do like yeah 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 you know that's like the power of music you know like you know. <sighs> <laughs> we might yeah. we might cut all this out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how how much we want to get into that, but uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, they it's I would say the right decision to not play there. But mm-hmm. I do also understand kind of where they were coming from, like you said, because they believe in the power of music, but also like uh, that's really not going to do anything. Um, but also, you know, the bassist has family that lives there, so I can kind of understand that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think there is this idea that like. <laughs> that cheesy like love and understanding will bring us together but it's the yeah it's the i wish i was your mother but executed like a million <laughs> times better like basically yeah. <laughs> it's also just like the idea of like sacrifice i think sacrifice is a big theme on mm-hmm. the record like she's talking about like um in like in watering she's talking about like being the sacrificial lamb to the stalker character mm-hmm. who like She's trying to empathize this. She's trying to like reach his inner child and then coming out at in at the third verse and saying, like, come like come to me. Like, will you attack me or will you like break down in tears and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And she's like sacrificing herself that way. And then like the sacrifice of like parents and stuff like that. Yeah. Who like she's talking about like uh in mythological beauty, like her mother sacrificing her life and her well-being to protect her children yeah. with this man that she it seems like she doesn't want to be with or like is abusive or like right. violent or something like that right yeah no i think i think that's the other i mean you said it already but yeah the big the other big theme is just that there's we're all just kind of trying our best trying to figure shit out there's children inside of all of us and all we can do all that really holds us together is is love that's all we can kind of relate to and and rely on i guess i don't know Right. And then and then just like the question, though, I get like I think it asks but doesn't answer is, is that a good thing? Is that actually right. a solution to these problems and stuff like that? Right. Like, because like why like the idea is like, why should women be the sacrificial land right. to to 
why should they do that? And then like, if they're like, if men are shitty and stuff like, I don't give a shit about their inner child or whatever. I think then like with like, if there's a woman inside of us, then it's like all of us, like not just like literal like women, then it's all of our responsibility to be empathetic. It's not on just like one gender or one type mm-hmm. of person. It's like, I think that's the thing it's trying to posit. It's like, we we need we need everybody we have a shared to do responsibility this, you know yeah. and may maybe it'll like kind of change if like we all get involved <laughs> but right. like i don't know again it's like maybe it's naive maybe it's like maybe that's a stupid thing to think maybe like toxic yeah it's up in the air but like, it's you know go away forever yeah it's up know? in the air but it's like well we could try you know like and see what happens like that's all mm. we can do like i don't have an answer you know but like we can try and yeah. <sighs> <I don't> no, <know. laughs> like that's that's hard. It's rough. Um, our any other episode yet? Feels like a hero's journey type of thing. Like pretty things starts with her nurturing a guy, and then it ends with like black diamonds being like you can cry on my shoulder like a child, mm-hmm. basically. Like it's technically like a cir- cyclical like loop like that's closed, but she like learns a little bit along the way of just like yeah, yeah. And like I I really am I really like that like. I think albums with like too big of a scope like that are like sometimes fail, like fall on their face. Cause like they have, they often have some sort of like cliche message, like, Hey man, just love everybody. Right. But I think mm-hmm. this is like, this doesn't, is this isn't Pat. This isn't like, um, unlike the Julia Sweeney movie, this isn't Pat, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that like, reference. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Holds up in 2022 also. <laughs> like, uh, and, on that note, let's take a break. <laughs> How you doing, Michael? I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> I have almost nothing to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We love seeing your face. Sorry, I have nothing no, to say, good. but I don't. It was extremely... Yeah. I, I want to talk about this on the pod, but, I, you know... I had a really hard time coming up with a take on this. I felt like oh sure. I felt like it flew out of my mind like like my mind was a colander and this was just like water seeping through my mind. I had to like that's why I had to sit down and actually take notes. Like I mm-hmm. I was like I am not like this is like my fifth time listening to this album. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember how anything goes. <laughs> I don't remember anything about this. Like not trying to be rude. I just that's just no, where no. I was with it. And oh, it yeah. was like so I had to like sit down and write down like I like this and this is why and here are the lyrics that I like. I don't like this. <laughs> this is why here are the lyrics I don't like. Like I literally had to do that song by song because it was just so hard for me to like approach this. Um as like an overall impression sort of vibe. I had a really hard time with like some of the metaphor in this feels really clunky in a way that I'm like ah I get that it's like vague, but it's almost so vague that the metaphor <laughs> makes no sense to me. Yeah. Sure. If that makes any sense where it's like <laughs> okay like yeah 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 i get it like you know your heart is a thorny rose or whatever but <laughs> what, what does that mean you know what i mean that's a good lyric like <laughs> yeah i mean that makes more sense it'd, it'd be like you know you're let's find something well like in mary like she says like the chorus is just like this kaleidoscopic yeah, onslaught she says, like, of metaphors balloon. basically yeah yes. like, what is a boom balloon <laughs> I, I have no space in my mind for like 
heavy <laughs> metaphor. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I, I don't know. It, it kind of reminded like that, like the chorus on Mary reminded me of like everything everywhere all at once. So like the, just like the montages they would yeah. use, just like a happy family and stuff like that. And I felt like, so I, I don't like try to interpret it literally. I just like kind of like the boom balloon, like just like, it's a good like, chance for the, how does again. it, how does it, how does like the, the buoyancy and like the lightness of like the words just flowing together, like a, like water out of a rock. Like, how does that, make you like feel like how what does that communicate lord (laughs) (laughs) and that's your right i think that's your right i think i i'm not i know that sean loves i don't think here's the thing being rude either like here's my take that maybe is like me summing up my point a little too early but Uh if sean you hate lana del rey this is just (laughs) lana del rey for cool is what this is well I, i wouldn't say i hate lana del rey I just think all her. I would say you hate Lana. Also, like, I, <laughs> I think I think they have a similar sense of like non-linear interpretations of lyrics, basically. So yeah, 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 yeah. Like kind of like just, reading like a book of poetry and stuff. My qualm with Lana Del Rey is all of her music sounds exactly the same to me. And that is my qualm with this. I album, think like, I think like well, you got to listen to the other albums then. Okay, yeah, and you yeah. got to listen to the other albums too of Lana. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> We're fighting. <laughs> like, no, I did. I know you. I like. I like. I knew we'd come into this, and you wouldn't like the album. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. I've made peace with that. I've made peace with that. <laughs> and here's the thing: I don't want to not like the album. I oh, want yeah. to like the album. Yeah. I just don't really like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's. So. I guess like that transitions into like low lights a little like seamlessly. Um, yeah. So let's talk about. I, I personally don't have. I just have songs I like less than other songs. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I think. Usually, I'm able to glean some sort of like poignant message of, with songs i think great white shark is the one i'm like i don't know what this is about like that that's really it like I, well i think it's about motherhood and just like not knowing what the fuck you're doing i mean i think that's pretty much all it's about i think the first two verses are like this doesn't really make any sense but i like read an interpretation of it talking about like flailing. Like, she says like flailing arms like <laughs> it's kind of gross but like lips apart she's talking about like a baby being born <laughs> And I'm like, oh, that's a little, that's a little much, but, uh, but yeah. So I think, but I wouldn't have known that if I would, if you didn't tell me that, either, right? <laughs> like, right. yeah. Well, and then like the closing, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, lyrics about like the owl. Like, she's like talking to her daughter, basically. Yeah, I, it, that like the line of like how she wails, flails her arms and weeps, accumulation yeah. of debris. Like the like lines like that. I'm just like. I don't know what this means, but it just like makes me feel like really sad. It makes me feel like, like there's like a smell, like some it's dense. It's a very dense album. Like I had to like take, like when I was reading it, I had to take like two listens. I had to like, just like take a break in the middle of it. It's like, this is too much trauma and stuff like that. Trauma. Yeah. Trauma. (laughs) Like, and it's like, it's like, it's like wading through a fog basically. And just like, well, this song, yeah. yeah, like you said, particularly, like, I'm, like, reading the lyrics now, like, every mile that is owned only stands still by the grace of the stone. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, <laughs> this this one, lyrically, is one of the harder ones to to decipher, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do uh, appreciate that it's a little more, like, upbeat than the other ones, I guess. And also, I like to, so one thing with the, so Buck Meek is their other guitar player, and the way he plays guitar is kind of just as 
like noise per se. Um, <laughs> yes. Where it's, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Like, yeah, the solos, the guitar solos aren't really solos. They're more just like sounds, you know? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I really, I think that's really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. It's like sound design, you know? And yeah, I, I agree. Like, because like, there's so, that moment in like, um, Mike was not there's a moment in like pretty, <laughs> like, there's a moment in pretty thing where I was just like, let's knock some stuff over. That'd be like interesting. Like people yeah. think we're artsy and stuff. But there's a, it's it's funny you say that because there's a like, I just watched a live performance they did of Mary and live. it was it, it was live in New York. <laughs> uh, but they played a uh, like acoustic version of Mary and the drummer like because they're acoustic, the drummer doesn't have his whole set. And he has like a box of like plastic, like fruit and he just, and like rocks and he's just kind of like dumping stuff. And it's like, okay, this is a little like art school. Like, yeah, very. Yeah. Yeah. It could have done without it's, it's unique, I guess, but I could have done without it. I, I think it's like, I think like to its credit, it's like, not like so like in pretty thing more specifically, it's not so uh, like, Oh, it's not like obvious. Yeah. No. Or, yeah. And this is not an unlistenable album. This is not an album that comes across like, what is happening? Like, this sounds no, like no. nothing. You know what I mean? It's just. What if this was the melody? Oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like clipping, like how clipping right. the band. Or like yeah. Radiohead sounds like to me, kind of. Sorry, <laughs> Radiohead fans, sure. but. Um, Oi, it's me, Tom York. Fancy <laughs> old statement. Yeah, he's, he's gonna be pissed about this. <laughs> I um, zoom bombed. Okay, gotta go. <laughs> gotta not. Gotta not make another Radiohead album. <laughs> <laughs> People are this call still is doing not that. encrypted. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, this doesn't come up in the January sixth committee hearing. <laughs> um. Anyway, this album this album's great. <laughs> Kill Mike Pence. It's gonna be and Listen to I've been meaning to listen to that on Spotify. Here's a here's a question. Like, would you like Trump more if he liked big if he was a big big thing? <laughs> <laughs> would he be like would mm. I like him more than I already do? Yeah, way. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> okay um but yeah like um surprise <laughs> uh low light uh michael uh, low light, low light definitely yeah. the title track of uh capacity i hate mm. the guitar sound on this if music sounds like this i will skip it right away <laughs> i don't like when my songs are it's like unlistenable it's like nails on a chalkboard to me i do not like the sound of like a clippy guitar like a guitar that's like being scratched i don't want to hear it it hurts my ears it Mm -hmm. makes my brain feel like it's being (laughs) squished in i just don't want to hear it so i i i can't even listen all the way through this song because i hate it so much and lyrically it's nothing special on that wow i strongly disagree with like lyrically like i i i think like the the sound design that's just like a preference thing i you, you with that's yeah, within yeah. your right and stuff like that um i just i like the idea of like lost in your capacity learning lost in your captivity learning capacity for making believe everything is really hanging on of like the idea of like she has no choice but to be this way and because like the world or to is stand like, yeah 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 <laughs> Kids, young people who experience trauma, they use their imaginations or they rationalize, you know, no, my parent actually loves me, actually, you know, all that stuff. Like they make up these things in their head to like survive their horrible situation. And I think like she's like marveling at like, wow, like I can't like that's amazing that people can do that. I think that's 
really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I like so. Uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean about the guitar noise, though. Um, any other lowlights? Uh, I mean, as far as like, so like I love this record. Obviously, um, I think Objects is like the one I skip oh. the most when I listen to it. Um, I, don't I think know. the melody's it's, so catchy in it. Like, oh, yeah. it's very catchy, but I think like lyrically, it's I don't know. Again, it's kind of like vague. And I'm not quite sure, like, I think it's about a relationship, but I don't really know. And so it's just kind of hard for me to, like, decipher, but I still love it. I liked Objects. It's not, like, a highlight, but I didn't dislike it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one I wrote the water from a stone <laughs> metaphor. Um, but, yeah, like, the idea of, like, it's unnatural that, like, water comes out of a stone, but, like, it's kind of cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> why do we that's keep what, when the water what, runs that's what um that's what like uh like the um the people wandering the desert like with moses that said when like moses hit the rock he was like everyone was like hey it's pretty cool dude um <laughs> i said i said i'm going back to my goat statue thank you very much moses <laughs> moses um yeah like <laughs> and he got pissed and he threw the two tablets at it destroyed it <laughs> I have no idea. They, I'm not religious. I they no did like they, they did they did put that in the Bible. Like it's like um sacred the, sacred text. This okay, is um, this is part of the Exodus, Andrew. Oh, you're gonna leave. Um, is, that the, is that what the British just went through? Exodus. Brexitus. Brexit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's like that's um in Britain that like the, their translation of the Bible is called <laughs> Brexitus. <laughs> Let's go into highlights. Uh, I most of these are highlights, but Michael, what's a highlight for you? Uh, I love mythological beauty. Yeah. Um, very moving, really beautiful song. The lyrics are great. When I read the lyrics alongside it, I was like, "Oh my god, this rocks!" Like, it's about <laughs> like I don't know. It's it's yeah. That's the best song. That's the that's the the like winner. That's on a this single album to me. Yeah. I ag- yeah. I agree. That's my this. I like. I listened to it again last night in bed and like read the lyrics and i like cried a little bit i was like mm. it's so touching it's um, beautiful yeah and there's great storytelling the line about like being 27 taking care of like a five-year-old or something like that i was is just five like, and you were 27 that, yeah that's so like to just like to think about that it's just like i'm 27 now and it's like to be responsible for our life and like almost losing your child like that it's just like oh and like just like like I think like being a parent is like one of the most important jobs in the world. Like truly like the idea of just mm-hmm. like you're responsible for like making sure the next generation is stable on some lay and there's it's no so way scary. you can not mess it up on yeah. some level. It is extremely scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, and like it made even more upsetting with the fact that like sh- her husband is like shitty and like, uh, like I, I don't yeah. know this full details of like, I, and I don't know how much of this is autobiographical autobiographical and stuff this like is that. about her and like her brother and and mom jesus christ yeah and yeah and the idea of just like having this much like empathy for your mom who like yeah. a lot of a lot of kids like don't think about this that much no. a lot of kids just like don't think about the everyday of like raising a small child and stuff like that like that they had to and the sacrifice and stuff like that it's just like it's, and i love the cool. like I never until like reading the lyrics again last night, the uh, the last few lines of like, do you leave your light on? I think is really it goes back to that thing of like, oh, are you a child like me? Like, do you leave your light on when you go to bed at night? Because you're like afraid of the dark, you know, and like 
I don't know. And then just ending on a very hopeful note of like, you're all caught up inside. Like you're, there's so much going on, but you know the way, you know what you're doing. And yeah. you could have left if you want to, but you stayed. And, and one you, that, and you the line that really yeah. gets me is uh, when she's talking about um, the older brother that her mom had to give away. Yeah. And is like, you gave Andrew to a family who you thought you could love and take better care. I have an older brother. I don't know. He could be anywhere. That's like, oh my god (laughs) like it's great i'm gonna go capacity and watering wait no watering and coma together i think is really powerful like i think that's like it'd be one thing if it was just watering and stuff like that and it'd be one thing if it was just coma the idea of just like um but like she has empathy for both like the perpetrator and the the survivor basically in the same Mm -hmm. like and i think it's purposeful that she put them next to each other yeah i love that the chorus and watering is it's screaming screaming that's the chorus of your song of your fun pop song or whatever um i would argue none of these are necessarily fun pop songs (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but like the idea of like his inner child is screaming while she's literally screaming so it's like this is the consequence of not healing your inner child or not healing the trauma that you experienced like when you were younger watering it ends with like the question of like will radical empathy work will humanization change the results of this outcome basically and then um and then coma just like um empathizing with her mother like with the person who survived something horrible like this and then going like what dealing with the immediate consequences like will you recognize your house and the irises of your body of like and then also like bringing back the theme of like um our capacity like the fact that we put she put herself in this protective coma to deal with this upsetting event and stuff like that yeah i think it's just like again masterful to put those two songs together it's like really incredible i like the i like the sound of the beginning of coma because it sounds very like childlike you know i said mythological beauty as my favorite song i think it's between that or mary um i think mary is just gorgeous piano ballad beautiful writing um a great ode to like a friend you know um slash lover i don't know sorry i said lesbian so bombastically (laughs) earlier in this podcast now i feel bad it's possible yeah I think this is like the one like happy song. Like that's still yeah, pretty yeah. upsetting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like we finally get a little break. <laughs> like, um, you think yeah, it's upsetting? Um, no, it's just like upsetting in the face of like all this horror and stuff like that. Sure. More so that like, this is like the moment that she gets like of joy and of just like flooding positive, positive memories kind of flooding back into her yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like speaking of Nathan for you, like Nate, like Nathan Fielder, like that line at the end of like the Finding Francis episode, genius episode, like one of the best episodes of TV ever. Like the idea of like it's hard to like imagine yourself as an old man full of regret, but with these little moments of joy and beauty, it's hard to say it's a bad life either, you know. And like that's like just like the little moments that we just like yeah. need to cherish, and like the little beautiful relationships that we forget. And like that we in our capacity to like hold on and let go of things like these are the 
these relationships and these moments are actually the things we need to hold on to more so. Well, and I love what you said about the like the montage thing. Like, I think that's absolutely true. And yeah, like you said, it's we may not realize it in the moment, but it's the like little moments, the, the little moments we have with people that we tend to like remember and mm-hmm. they build to something bigger, you know, just like a little quick line I really like is like pretty in pretty thing. I really like, um, you know, and pressing his head to my temple. His head was a temple. The idea of um, mm-hmm. man, like her complimenting a man in that way and like being that gentle in that. And like, in there's like, moment. Mm-hmm. and like there's in, in the album, there's probably some like resentment, that she has to take on that role sometimes. Um, but I mm-hmm. think it's beautiful that like, it's also like men need that too. Like men, like the idea of like touch, like touch starvation with men and stuff like that. Like r- guys don't like hug each other. Like a lot of guys don't like hug each other. A lot of guys like in a non like sexual or anything way. Like, and it's just like, th- that's why a lot of me- like men like have these aggression issues and stuff like that. It's like, they're not like, they don't have like a, good outlet for their love and stuff like and like probably why they have unhealthy relationships with women and yeah. stuff like that yeah so like it's like but i think that ten, that moment of tenderness is like really beautiful and i just like think like that like she he also like compliments like she says that she has lips like sugar but also like he has lips like sugar and like again it's like that thing that connects us all like hey we're all sugar lips <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's why I tell it. That's why I call everybody I pass on the street sugar lips. Just to remind them. I'm sure they love that. <laughs> that's good. There's like a restraining order on every like block street. Like, I'm so wanted so- this man. <laughs> um, and then just like finally, this last thing I'll point out is like I really like Shark Smile. Uh, I just really, really like the groove of it. It's like very feels like doing the wave motion outside your car window. Just <laughs> yeah, like it does. Little- it does. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> But also it ends abruptly because they die. <laughs> like one of them dies. It's yeah, it's, yeah. Hilar- it's, it's hilarious. I, uh, I wasn't <laughs> sure though. Like it's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I'm glad you pointed that out, Andrew. It's so funny. I wasn't sure how it fit with like the rest of the themes, you know, like a shark song, which there's another shark song on the album. Right. But I don't know if that like is like reason enough. I think I she know. was, I think, I think she was talking about her experience, like on shark tank, like pitching her like, sure. you, like chicken wings or something like that. <laughs> Hello Sharks, I give you an album Michael Limitado is not going to like in exchange for 5% of my company. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> All five of us are in. <laughs> One of the, the, the only times that happened. Um and the fact or that, that they Michael, have five sharks. And the, the fact that like Michael Limitado not liking it is the selling point. <laughs> <laughs> Any any other reservations or anything we haven't talked about? I don't really like how Black Diamonds end so abruptly. Like, it feels like the audio got cut off. And to me, it's like, I don't know, the album feels bigger than that. And it feels a little inconclusive as far as an ending goes. But that's just, I don't know. I don't know if you guys felt the yeah. same way, but. I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel, okay. I, I didn't like think, I didn't think about that too hard. I just thought oh, okay. like, I, I will say like. um, And that's just me being picky also. I I, I would say like Mary would be a be more picky. satisfying ending i think we'd like yeah. leave the album going like ah nice and mm-hmm. then like but i think like with black diamonds it like puts us back in the beginning of the album and then like the idea mm. of like the tensions unresolved really mm-hmm. and like that's that's, true. that's that's interesting like I, I i imagine like um and yeah it makes you want to listen to it again i guess 
So that's true. That's know. true. Um, so let's get through final thoughts and ratings. The ways worse is we'll rate this album out of 10 with a pun metric at the end. Uh, so, Michael, how do you rate this, rate and review this album? Uh, <laughs> fun <laughs> metric. Mine is such a not fun <laughs> metric. Uh, I did not like this album very much. Um, I just, uh, I know you like it a lot, Sean. It just is not for me. I'm never, know, never, cool. ever, ever going to listen to this again. <laughs> um, uh, I like what it says. I like what it does. Just the sound is so... Um, hard for me to distinguish from other things. Like if I want this feeling like of kind of like sadness a little bit, I'll <laughs> listen to my version of this, which is Lana Del Rey. Yeah. And I'll listen um, to my version, Frank Ocean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm serious. Like I really do think that's like our approach to this. Um, but I just, it just doesn't click with me. I'm not connecting on it necessarily. Um, and because of that, I'm going to give it uh, five, uh, five, and you were 27 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I would never be mad at you, like, for this, too. Because, like, that's the beauty of music, I, right? I'm Is that like. You. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> but that's the, that's the beauty of music, right? Is that, like, I don't know, all these, like, we find the artists that click with us, you know? So, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I would never be. I think the beauty of music is the middle C note. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I love the octaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh my god <laughs> I like every good boy yeah! deserves fudge <laughs> I like every good boy deserves fudge and face like that's my favorite part that's like the, I think that's the beauty of music I think that's the universal thing that binds us together as human beings <laughs> I'm having a stroke I know I said this on the last episode too but it continues we're having fun it's, our, it's just us um, so yeah, I'm going to give this um, nine and a half sugar lips. Um, I just love what it's saying about empathy. I love what it's like. I love the scope and ambition of what it's trying to do and how introspective and like how, because it's a lot of work to be empathetic. I think I'm empathetic on a base level of just like, hey, I just like feel what you're feeling on a base level. But like, she's like going like, when you went through this on this day, like I just like, She's going ham like, with that empathy. She, yeah, she's going ham with that empathy. And that's really what I've wanted to say. Uh, she's going ham with that empathy. And people love the way she says ham. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's like, I think the only like downside to it is like, this isn't like necessarily like it, like in the same sense of Michael, this isn't necessarily the genre I traffic in, mm-hmm. like that I just like listen for fun or something like that. Or like just like, again like if i was in a record store just like picking it but like i just love it as a piece of art i love what it's saying i think the singing's really incredible like i really like the grooves and stuff like that and like it's like it's probably on it's also on me to like you know open my mind up some more and like be more flexible um so yeah i'm gonna give this like nine splits and a half. right now <laughs> Hello? like i'm Whoa. tight i have pretty tight jeans on um so like uh 9.5 sugar lips I yeah like revisiting it I was like oh I didn't really pick up on like how the songs were um, put together um, I yeah I think it's I think it's really well done I think it's a step up from their first album and they're experimenting a little bit more and to me this is like my favorite Big Thief era um, and I think yeah I think the songwriting is pretty brilliant on it um, I will also give it nine and a half nine and a half shark teeth out of ten <laughs> uh yeah all right fantastic uh so yeah i think 
Now let's get into our I've been meaning to listen to that and we did playlist. Oh, we and are doing this for the last time. Oh, okay. for the oh. last time. Like I think like it's like first of all, just like make editing episodes a little easier, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. removing this from our thing. And then also just like I haven't been updating it in a while and I feel sure. like no one really cares about it. So it's it, it is fun to like hear what people like like listening to and stuff like that. But I just, oh, like, we can just bring that up if we want to bring it up. Like yeah, yeah. I'll talk about what I'm listening to if I want to. I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm going right. to go first because uh, I had, <laughs> uh, when we did our Springsteen album, we talked about uh, Alex Jones and I had the perfect song for uh, we... the playlist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to put it on this playlist. This one's called Alex Jones Will Eat Your Leftist Ass. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will. I will eat your ass. That's by Song a Day. It's a guy who. Oh, oh yes, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got songs about like <laughs> Baby Yoda. Uh, Great. Uh, <laughs> that's your last pick ever, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Pick, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna pick uh, Mother I Sober from Kendrick Lamar. Click. I'm sensitive, I feel everything, I feel everybody One man, standing on two words, heal everybody Transformation, then reciprocation, karma must return Heal myself, secrets that I hide, buried in these words um, Yeah, I'm not going to go into it too much because we might do an episode in the future But like, this is just like a really, like, him like plumbing the depths of like his trauma and stuff like that And like, kind of like, recounting the history, yeah, recounting the history of like his mother's like, you know violence committed against her mother his mother and stuff like that and like really like um just like see seeing the results of like five years of therapy basically like to where he could come to these conclusions and stuff like that i think is really profound so yeah alex jones Uh, will eat your leftist ass actually tackles the same theme (laughs) yeah exactly uh michael why would he chose that our last, uh, our last pick. Yeah, this is not related to the album. This is mostly because this is my last pick and this is my favorite song right now, and that's like kind of the point of this section for me. Uh, and the song I've been listening to so, 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 so much lately is "This Time I Know It's For Real" by Donna Summer. Click. Ooh. I cannot believe that I have not listened to this song every day for my whole life because that is what I will be doing for the rest of my life from here on out. It's so fun. Well, yeah, rip to that. Uh, but like, <laughs> rest in peace, um, playlist. Rest in playlist. <laughs> rest, in rest in playlist. Like, we'll change the name to rest in playlist. No one will know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, this? But yeah, like, fantastic. We did that. Good job. Rest um, in playlist is my drag name, also. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so Preston yeah, we plays. did it. Um, <laughs> you can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can follow me at Andrew A. Lee on Instagram and um, Instagram, Twitter. You can follow Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Sean at Dieback Twink on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah. So, Michael, uh, Sean, I mean, like, I don't care what you think, Michael. Um, Sean, like, <laughs> what song would you like to play play us out with? 
Let's do. Let's go with the guitar solo from Simulation Swarm. All right, I, all those words are gibberish to me because I don't. Know. <laughs> guitar. Guitar. <laughs> all right. See you guys. See you guys next week. Have a good day. <laughs> Click.